the 10th episode of the Friends of Mine podcast. We're back. We've had a few weeks off because yep. there's been some uh, yep. things going on, to say the least. Yeah, Liverpool Top of the League. Um, <laughs> all the important stuff. Um, so I personally would like to take this opportunity uh, for myself and on behalf of all the listeners to say congratulations to you and Joe for Thank the birth of a beautiful Frankie. I've just met her for the first time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's um she's hard work, bless her, yeah. and uh, sleep deprived at the moment. I used I was having a snooze uh, just before you turned up. Actually, Joe's like, hey, "Mine's at the door." I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's going really well. It's uh, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but a bit of a culture shock as well. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, but in a good way. Um, yeah, I can't even really explain the whole experience. It was all a bit of a. Bit of a whirlwind, um, but yeah. So she's nearly, no, she's just over three weeks. She was three weeks yesterday. Uh, in some ways, that's gone really quickly, but in other ways, it's not. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going really well. Back to work on Tuesday, which will be, I think, hard because oh, wow. leaving, you know, not being at home all day or being about. I think mm. I miss. I quite enjoy the. Oddly, quite enjoy changing the nappies and trying to figure yeah. out and all that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's going going really well. A bit of a different Christmas as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so far so good, mate. Good. So, um, how was the actual like around the birth? Was it? Um, yeah, it was all okay until about the last sort of, I suppose, like the last hour. So we went on the on the Friday night uh, for Joe to be induced. Um, I went home, went back Saturday morning, and her waters had broken. And a lot of the day, I just to be honest with you, I just sat there watching the football on my phone mm. um, because not what I can do. Jay was high on gas in there and everything else. Um, you won't. No, no, no. no. I, I, Dan kept saying to me, "You've got to try it before you go. You've got to try it." But unfortunately, there was always a midwife in the room, so he wasn't there. Um, but. Um, yeah, and then they came in um, about seven o'clock and said, they spoke about the possibility of a C-section. Conversation was had and was like, oh, we'll leave it a couple of hours. And then literally they came back in 20 minutes later and said, uh, no, we're going to do a C-section. We're going to do it now. Mm. Um, so you literally get given these scrubs and get told to change. And they put you in this little room and they say, well, wow. we'll come and get you in a minute. Um and it felt like a lifetime. Mm. Um, and I just remember being sat in this room thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. Like, that's yeah. all I could think is, I'm going to be sick. Um, and then I was actually there when they do, do the process. Uh, and because we didn't know what we were having, the doctor said, we'll lift the baby up and you can tell mum what we're, like, boy or girl. Mm. So they lifted her up and I just didn't say anything because I think I was just in complete, complete shock. shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it dawned that dawned on me until even at a hospital but until that moment when they lift her up and you think mm. oh my god um so yeah it was good um and then we went obviously joe stayed overnight and then we came home on this sunday um and joe just both sort of looked at each other like um <laughs> yeah. what do we do yeah yeah well, <laughs> now, now what um you know it, we, no, i don't think we were Prepared. That's not. I don't think anything can prepare. No, you exactly. know what I mean? As much as you read stuff online and obviously chose midwife and people give you advice and all the rest of it, I don't think anything can really prepare you for no. having to actually 
do it and the sleepless nights and the nappies and oh the nappies all she does is poop <laughs> but it's it's relentless um, but yeah it's I can really relate it's really something good. we can relate on already <laughs> <laughs> how are you now? how was your Christmas how have you been it's been what five weeks since we've done the last podcast oh gosh that's ages isn't it um, yeah no I've been alright mate yeah I've been uh, plodding along trying to always trying to work on myself um, been go. it's still going well, I've only had two sessions I think actually since I saw you um, to the CVT and okay. doing a bunch of other little things here and there but yeah no I'm doing alright man I'm doing alright um, just plodding along really yeah um, Christmas was very quiet we went down my brother's um, for lunch because we've been having extension done on the Oh, right. house and stuff yeah um for my dad uh for when he gets a bit older um i don't know if everybody listens this knows or many people at all but um my dad's got parkinson's um he's not too bad like if you looked at him you wouldn't necessarily he just struggles with certain things like um with his flexibility and stuff so that's a problem with putting his clothes on and you know cutting his food up little bits like that so we got an extension for when he if he starts getting bad enough that he can't really do the stairs. Yeah, yeah. that makes um, sense, yeah. I can't talk today. My words just... <laughs> my brain's not connected to my mouth. It's not really good for podcasting. <laughs> um, so so we've had that going on. So obviously it's a little bit... It did get finished before Christmas, mm-hmm. but there's all stuff, you know, around the house that we'd have to move and stuff. So my brother invited us down there, which is nice and nice uh, children, really. And then um, out with... Dino last night. Yeah, I went out with Dean last night for a couple of drinks. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't have it. You know when you're really tired but you think drinking will be a good idea and then someone's like, Do you wanna go pub? And you're like, Yeah, sure and then you go to the pub. I, I was literally falling asleep at the table for about the last forty five minutes we were there. Literally just like dropping and oh, Yeah, dear. so that was good yeah. fun. But no hangover this morning. Not too bad, no, no. a little bit of a headache, but right, we need to uh, need to arrange something, um wet the baby's head, good excuse yeah, to go out. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe sometime. I know the podcast wants to come and join us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come it, along. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll let you know where we're going. Do a live one. Yeah, <laughs> we keep saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do every podcast is saying make that joke. <laughs> How are you uh, feeling now? Like new, obviously New Year's Eve, going into twenty twenty four. Are you feeling? Because quite a lot of people like sort of. I suppose we all do like sort of like reflect on twenty twenty three. Have you set yourself any goals for twenty twenty four? Like, are you? So last year, I haven't got a list anymore, but I set a goal of having a new job. Oh, I didn't do that. Reading a book every month, I didn't do that. I'd be better with money. I'm no better than that. So this year, whatever I do needs to be achievable. Um, yeah, it's so difficult, isn't it? Because I think we've we've like discussed this many times before, but like they, not necessarily all of them, but like some of them sound so simple. <laughs> like even like the reading the book thing, but it's just finding time, isn't it? And, and the whole saving money thing, you just... Yeah. It's so difficult. I really struggle with it because my goal is about the same as that, really. Like, again, for this year, just try to sort my diet out, you know, lose a bit of weight because I'm just piling it on at the moment. Um, save as much money as humanly possible. But again, like, I've just had payday last week and I'm already like, yeah. what little random crap can I buy that uh, I really don't need and I'll use for, like, 10 minutes and never use again? Like, I think maybe laughing, you sent... Uh, Please or put it on Instagram or something of the your Monzo that said about your top ten percent. Yeah, five percent. That's what your is that your your money goes on. Then? Yeah, so it was top five percent of Monzo users in the I think in the UK. I hope it was. Um, what you was, were? Yeah, 
And I think I googled it. There's 7.5 million Monza users, and I'm in the top five percent for McDonald's. <laughs> so <laughs> I worked it out actually because you can look at your transactions. It I average at least one a week, and that's just on Monzo. But obviously, sometimes I use other banks yeah. or like physical cash. So it's probably like two a week average. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's not a lot. I, I do the same as well. Like, normally, I get, so I get paid, and I go right. Going to start saving money. And that, and for the first sort of week and a half, I'm making lunch every day, and, mm. and then I just get bored, and then yeah. end up spending just like seven pounds on a meal deal mm. or whatever else. Yeah. So you just you look at it, and it's quite sobering when you go through like your bank statement online, and you're like, damn. Right. Yeah. So that is something. I mean, even harder <clears throat> mortgage and babe and all the rest of it, but it is trying to save a bit of money this year. And my life will change as well because I haven't got the freedom to just. Mm. disappear down the pub so you might not necessarily save more money but you might spend less than you think you yeah. will because you're actually staying at home yeah, more yeah yeah um, I suppose like in, a, in a weird sort of way that's probably one thing I've I've struggled with actually a little bit is uh, it's going to sound awful we say struggled with not the right thing to say but like cabin fever if that mm. makes sense like I have popped out a couple of times just for an hour um, so I've just sort of said to Joe like mm. I don't do well being Sat in because when she sleeps, and predominantly, annoyingly, the, you know, she is now she's asleep, so she sleeps all day and awake all night, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but um, so when she's asleep, obviously, you can't just disappear all day. But I do sort of say to Joe, like, if she's going for a sleep with her, like, I'm gonna pop out for an hour just to don't mm. do well with, with being set in and chance to overthink and and been stuck with your, my own thoughts so to speak have you have you been struggling with the I think in, in terms of with the baby uh, like, does it amplify your anxiety I would imagine I had, maybe. One, I had one or two days I think when me and you were chatting on WhatsApp mm. weren't we um, where I don't even know what it was I don't know whether or not it was a mixture of like lack of sleep stress and then just sort of building it or overthinking everything um but in another way, it's almost helped because I haven't had mm. the opportunity to think. I think it will be when I go back to work on Tuesday, if I get them quiet bits during the day, knowing that Joe's at home with a baby, I think that's probably, and then being sleep deprived as well, yeah. I think that's probably when I suppose it will affect me more maybe. Yeah. Um, but no, at the moment, other than I said, we were talking last week maybe maybe yeah, before so, um but other than that it's not been it's not been too bad um i think at the moment just running on adrenaline if that makes sense yeah. like um dreading like with all my heart dreading going back to work on tuesday like can imagine yeah like it's hard enough i mean i've enough for it when i go back we just over just under three and a half weeks which is a long long time off um so yeah not looking forward to that but so without saying too much, hopefully some positive news in 2024. Um, just in case nothing from work is listening to this, you know, <laughs> i drop myself in it. So yeah, hopefully hopefully some positives and just trying to... One of my things I'm going to try and do is, you know, I've got all the exercises about controlling the overthinking and the anxiety. So just try, that's what I'm trying to, trying to be better at going into 2024 is... I probably won't, but, but but try and control it better and control the overthinking and try and almost care less about what people think, which I'm not good at. Mm. But that's sort of one thing that I thought 
I need to get better at that because the amount of mini breakdowns I've given myself this year because I've worried about worried about stuff yeah. that's you don't need to worry about, do you know what I mean? Or stuff that's almost like building, like, as I've touched it before, like building a scenario in your head and you're like, what are you doing? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. and, and like I said to you before, like when I'm doing it, like, I know what I'm doing is like stupid and I don't know, but you just do. Yeah, because if you, again, I can cut this out, but what you were referring to earlier was because a week or so ago you said you had a sudden feeling that me and uh, one of our other friends like really didn't like you. Yeah, yeah. Sort of out. And I, I mean, like, I suppose sometimes there's situations where I can look back and well, yeah, maybe I have been not reaching out or ignoring it a bit, but I feel like this one was like so left field yeah. because we, it was just out of nowhere yeah, almost. Yeah. Like we were talking like normal and you suddenly was like, I have yeah. a feeling, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't even know what that was. I think, again... I think a lot of it is just like a more reason, I suppose. I keep going back to it, but like just something like sleep. Mm. Like when you're sat there, like three o'clock in the morning, like trying to rock a baby to sleep, mm. and you've got all these, like, I think that's part of it. But yes, yeah, that's something I need to I have to focus on in like 2024 is like, you know, like one, you can't please everybody. Yeah. Um, and two, like 99 times out of 100, like, the issue that I'm making is just me making yeah, the issue. Yeah, we um, do. We live in our heads, don't we? Yeah, 100%. I think we all do to an element, don't we? Um, you know, I mean, I've got some friends who say, like, who just never seem, like, bothered about anything. And I think I'd love to be like that. But I do yeah. think in my head, like, things must bother you. Like, nobody can be that carefree. I just don't... And I also think it helps you... Because I think, oh, hello. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I also think, in some ways, it helps because I think you're a bit like me, like a bit of an empath. And I think if we didn't have that side of us where we're anxious about what people think of us, we wouldn't be able to sympathise and empathise with other people so much, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. we, I, I sometimes feel like if I didn't care so much about what other people thought of me, maybe that in my ca- levels of care in general about the world and about people would disappear. And that's something that. It's you know, there's a lot I don't like about myself, as everyone everyone has that, don't they? Everyone has a big litany of things they absolutely hate mm-hmm. about themselves, a big list of things. Um, but one thing I do kind of like about myself, which is always hard to talk about things you like about yourself, yeah, yeah. but is the fact that I care about people. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not... Like, I can... I have a lot of uh, empathy for people. Yeah. And um, I think with that, in some ways, I just think... It seems to me that ties in with that whole worrying about what people yeah, think of you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think as well. The same as the same. I think I do try and do if I can help someone, I will. Mm. Um, and I want to try and be like everyone's friend and make sure. And it's almost like almost unhealthy, I suppose. You want everyone to like you, and that's impossible because you just yeah. just doesn't happen. And you drift like friendship drift. I mean, I've got people who. I used to speak to all the time who I don't speak to as much anymore who you sort of message and then don't get a reply mm. and you're like and then they're and then you'll see them and you're thinking or they'll put a message in a group chat and you're thinking well I know you've seen my message yeah. but, but I'll, and that's another thing I just sort of think to myself now like fine right yeah. I've tried to reach out like you know and, and you're not interested um 
and I think as well people and I'm not going to say the person's name so I won't drop a minute but I've had someone message me a little while ago like um, about not feeling like they're not in the inner circle of our friendship group mm. um, and when I asked them why it was oh well I don't ever get invited out and this and that and the other and then when I look back at it I think actually we always invite you out you mm. just never come and at the time it really annoyed me and I thought actually no if that's how they feel yeah. then there's an underlying reason for it and like so Lynn spoke to them and just said like there's definitely no inner circle like mm. or if there is I'm, so I'm not part of it <laughs> I don't know about it if there is yeah, an inner sorry, circle mate, yeah, um, but yeah I think everyone fights away in battles I think sometimes we're too quick to and even I do it sometimes like will be quick to maybe mock and judge and take the mick out of someone for something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just look at it now. Like, I mean, you're talking about worrying that people don't like us and stuff. And then basically, I guess that person's, that's Being exactly the what they're yeah. saying. They feel like we don't like them. Yeah, and when I was reading the message, I felt like saying, like, messaging, like, not having a go at them as much, but like, being ridiculous, like, blah, blah, blah. But then you check them out and you think, they're not. Because no. they? they're going through, I suppose, the same feelings that... Well, that's good. Like, that's... um. That's something I'm really trying to do at the yeah. minute. Um, is really put yourself in someone else's shoes, and it's just it's, it sounds weird, but it's such a weight off of your um, shoulders yourself as well when you do that because yeah. it's not like you're not seeing it as like a personal attack. It's not like winding you up. Like with that situation, like you could have easily just had a go. ran through all these things in your head, thought mm-hmm. about you know oh, you didn't do this and it's you're just winding yourself up. It's um, and yeah, like you say, everyone's going through something. Like that's his version of what we were just talking about, and we talk about it so freely and openly. And yeah, then he does the same, and we sort of act like it's like, like we, it's you get a, defensive. Yeah, it's like yeah. we um we spoke about this a little while ago with that comment on TikTok. Again, I won't say what it was about because I don't want to call the person out or something. But that was when I first sort of. I think it's so hard to do it with people online, but first try to really hone in on that yeah, thing. You, because you were better than me because I had a, not a go at them, but I sort of made a bit of message about basically saying if you don't like what you're watching, then yeah, don't watch it. Which in hindsight probably wasn't that you took possibly the more professional. Approach yeah, I, to it. I really tried to. It was like, and I didn't like. It wasn't like an active thing. It was just kind of like I just felt like this person's listen to it mm-hmm. and they've disagreed with it and they they got a bit um how could you put it animated a bit like almost defensive wasn't it yeah there was a bit of uh, it was a bit argumentative in places and it's just like they're going through something mm-hmm. and we you know if we want to improve the whole mental health space like we're hoping to do with this we have to even if we don't agree with stuff i think we have to let let it be yeah you know yeah. like allow people to have their feelings even if it goes completely against what yeah. we were thinking at the time and i think also as well that we weren't i suppose expecting that clip no. to go maybe can you class mm. it as viral i don't know if you can class it as viral I'm but not sure what but i mean what would it, what did it have in the end 20 yeah 14 14,000 views, views like, quite a lot of yes yeah, a lot of comments um, it had a lot of action on it which is Again, obviously a testament to the, the words that were said in the video and how much people related to it. Um, but like I say, there's, the more eyes that are on it, the more people are going to comment. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I'm really trying to do that in life in general. Like obviously work, working again back at the old the old green. <laughs> um, back in the green, green world, green P world. You come across it 
all the time. Like, mm. you know yourself. Well, I mean, you get it in every job, of course. But, like, um, in retail, you constantly got people coming up and moaning to you. Yeah. Constantly, you know, they've had a bad day. They're stressed. They're trying to shop with the kids and they're getting angry. And they take out on you a lot. And I used to, before I went back now, because I'm trying to see it all in a, in a different perspective, I used to either take that to heart and be like, oh, you know, in some ways, but I'll fail them, like, yeah, but, you know, yeah, or, yeah, I'd, yeah. or I'd get really defensive and almost want to be like, a few back. Yeah, like, and I almost have at times. Like, I've had arguments with people, like, and now I'm trying to just be like, they got their stuff going on. Yeah. It's just a clash. I can let this run over my back, like, you know, water off a duck's back if I really want to, like, and I've been trying to do that. So much the best approach. I and mean, we get, I get it in my job, you know, you go to a site and people look at you like almost down their nose at you. Um, mm. And you think, I'll just, I just like whether you're, you're a cleaner, whether you're a CEO of your company, like I treat you the same way. Mm. Well, I like to think I do anyway, you know. I just think don't ever look down. Just don't look down your nose. It takes five, not even five seconds to say morning, yeah, afternoon, thank you. Like for me, like they're like the fundamentals. And I, and I again, one I think thing that I get really annoyed with is, well, I really let, I suppose, I'm playing my anxiety is if I, and I've talked to this before at work, if I walk past someone at work and say morning mm. and they don't say morning back, mm. I do that bit where. Oh, what have I done to upset yeah. them? So then you sort of loop back round again, and you're like, right, like, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. and then a lot of the time it's because I've done it as well. Like we're busy, we're stressed. You're on a phone call, on Teams call, mm-hmm. or whatever else. Um, so that's something that like, I'm just watching the dogs perched on the sofa. <laughs> um, um, something I'm trying to get better at is that okay, they're just busy. No mm-hmm. one's annoyed. No one's, uh, you know, no, you're not pissed anyone off like I suppose it's a constant almost a constant fight and I keep I've said it a few times as well it's like having the like you see in the movies when you've got the devil and the angel and then yeah. both shoulders and they're both like you know no no you have, you've, you've upset him you've upset him mm. like go and talk to him again go and see what's wrong and you just be and I do it with whatsapp as well like send the message and just send another message and you just yeah. Yeah, and then you think to yourself like why like, like mm. yeah it's uh I do genuinely believe that if we want to improve the mental health space and like again like everyone talks like like when you ask people what they want in life like a lot of people you know list off the whole money blah 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 mm-hmm. blah, and they you know world peace and to me the only way we'd ever do that is by having <clears throat> not only trying to put yourself in other people's shoes and have that empathy and understand where people are coming from even if you don't agree with what they say and how they feel but also kind of like do that with yourself a little bit as well if yeah. you know what I mean like sympathise with yourself because one thing I always do with, with in terms of like feeling like everyone hates me and doesn't like me is I then get annoyed that I have those I think we spoke about yeah, this before yeah, but yeah. get annoyed that I have those feelings it's just um, just kind of realising that it's normal that's something I've been really trying to do recently because I, I don't think it was the last session it might have been the one before but the therapist was talking to me and going through I think I actually it might have been the one before that because I think I spoke about it briefly on the last anyway on the last podcast we did but I 
I use usually feel like I can read people very well. Yeah. So like when people are a certain way, part of me think, why well, they're like this because of oh, this. They probably yeah. had this go on, you know, in their childhood and stuff. But when it came to myself, I always just felt like I was just born this way. So all my little like narcissistic tendencies now. So it's just like no idea where this has come from. And one thing that going to like therapy has been good for is going through all the part even if it's stuff you didn't think affected you mm-hmm. going through all the stuff that's happened in your past like I think we've pretty much just like started from the beginning and gone through and it's been really good because it's kind of made me realise that some of the stuff I went through not necessarily when I was like a child child but like in my teenage years easily could affect the reason I do things yeah. now you know mm-hmm. like my first taste of a relationship was with someone who used to hit me, who cheated on me, like, throughout the whole entire thing. It was, like, proper manipulative. Um, and, like, my first... Well, and my family life back then, like, my brother used to beat the shit out of each other all the time, like, and I was sort of sometimes stuck in the middle and all these things. And, like, I just sort of pushed them back and never thought they could be affecting me now, when in reality... Yeah, it probably does cause a lot of the issues I've got now and it's trying to sort of you know basically just sort of understand a bit more about my childhood and maybe how can I put it um, I just like I don't know part of me want, is started like talking to my childhood self does that yeah, make sense yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to the me that's like 19 and being like it's alright like yeah. you're going through loads of shit, it's all right. Because I don't think I really have that back then. I think, as especially as blokes, we don't accept our emotions very well. We just mm. and we just don't like. Even I am um, like when when Frankie was born, I had a part of me that thought of my mum because mm. we're middle names Tracy and the rest of it. I'm gonna get upset now, but it's all right. I'm good. Um, and there was part of me that was like. Almost annoyed myself at first because like, what are you being upset for? Why are you getting upset for? But I look at it and yeah, part of me does get upset because I think she should be here to meet her. And... Oh, mate, come on! She'll be so proud of you, man. But I think as a little bloke, we just don't accept that. And I took a moment of thought. Actually, you know what? You can be. Like, if actually it's happy and it's a good thing, like, you can be upset because, like, mm. she's missed out on on a big part and she's not met Ollie, who's my sister's little boy. You just think, whereas before, I think I'd used to just think, and, I, and I've touched it before, you know, be ridiculous, like, get over yourself almost. Now I just sort of took a moment and just thought, no, you, you're allowed to be mm. pissed off. You're allowed to be, as, as much as it's an amazing time, and again, I think even with it being so close to Christmas when we was born and New Year, I think you reflect more this time yeah. of year anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's something I'm trying to do. Same as you, just if you're angry, accept being, almost embrace, embrace it, embrace mm. the being angry, letting myself get upset because I just think bottling things up don't, don't help. And I think as blokes, we do that, don't we? And it normally, it all comes to almost like a hen someone yeah. loses their temper and says things in the moment that they don't mean um, and even you know last three weeks with Frankie being home you know me and Joe not even argue but you get to a bit at like three o'clock in the morning when she's non-stop crying mm. and you can feel yourself getting short of each other but 
I said to you, I feel like almost like embrace it and then talk about it and then move on because again, three o'clock in the morning and you're trying to keep your cool and one thing said and you snap and then they snap mm. back and then it, well, it's just talk about it. I'm sorry for it snapped you. I'm sorry for it snapped back at you. Again, just trying to almost embrace it and yeah, and yeah, just accept 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 my feelings more this year, which. You know, I'm quite a emotional man anyway. Like, I wear, is it wear my heart on my sleeve? Is that the same? Mm. Um, and I think just be proud of that. And if people don't like that, then that's up to them. Yeah. And it's usually, I think, just a reflection of people because people probably don't understand it because they have tucked it away. So yeah. when they see people letting it go, so to speak, they find it strange or you know, maybe in some ways not jealous, but maybe they just wish they could be more like that. And it's like, I think that happens quite a lot, to be honest. But yeah, you've got to embrace it. Like, I always think of it like, you've got that little, like, child version of you mm-hmm. still yeah, in there. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And it's like, like I was alluding to earlier, it's just like letting that child that's in there just know that it's okay. Like, you've thrown a tantrum, it's fine. Do you know what I mean? It's like... It's okay. Mm. You can do that. It's fine. Like, we don't have to race to be, like, this, you know, like, you see the Hercules figure on telly, you know, strong, masculine man who doesn't let anything get to him. It's like, it's bullshit. Like, and if you pretend that that's, you know, if if you pretend that's, like, the ideal and that's what you want to be, then... Yeah, and people do. Like, I've got friends who, you know, walk around or not, and act like nothing ever bothers them, whether it's, you know, finishing the relationship or problems at work or whatever else, and they're just... And part of me looks at them and admires them because I'm like, mm. well, nothing seems to bother you. But the other part of me looks at them and almost feels a little bit sorry for them because I think... Like, no one's no one's indestructible mm. you know and sometimes you and I just hope that they're not suffering in silence or they don't feel they can't talk to someone or because mm. part of the reason we're doing this is obviously for men, for mental health but almost more for men's mental health because as blokes yeah. we don't have enough of these conversations no. um, you know we've got friends that, who close to us who struggle who we try and talk to who are still you know, within their self, but hopefully with us doing this, even though they don't talk to us, they choose to go and talk to someone who's professional, because we're by yeah. no means professional, <clears throat> then, yeah, so I, I, I keep saying it in all the podcasts, I, I recommend it, and I think you're feeling the benefits, aren't you, from your cancer? And 100%, CBT. honestly, it's like, it's still a hell of a lot of way to go, but I feel like, how can I put this, because I'm really struggling talking today, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put it down to um, going out last night. Um, I feel like therapy for me, and I, I think this comes partly from me being a little bit selfish in a way, it's being a bit like, oh, I know what's best, but it's given me, like, let's just say, let's use a metaphor of food because, you know, yeah, yeah. 5% McDonald's things proves <laughs> that that's all that I uh, ever think about. But it's like, it's given me the ingredients. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where before I didn't have any ingredients. It's given me the ingredients. It's now on me to try and make this meal yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean no, it's 100%. given me tool, it's given me tools and it's now it's up for, up to me to try and use them because I don't know like I was saying earlier about 
me recognising that some stuff I went through when I was younger is maybe the reason why I am how I am now. But I still don't know properly how to navigate that other than trying to tell myself that what I was feeling back then is okay. I don't know I don't know where to go necessarily with that, but at least it's opened my eyes to the possibility that I'm not just the way I am because this yeah, is how I am. Recognise it now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's almost, I don't know, it's almost like I was because I used to talk about my past, but I even if I was talking about it, I wouldn't necessarily believe that it could have caused the issues. I think it's more like well, if you know, for other people, I know this could cause issues, but this isn't what's causing mine. Do you know what I mean? It's well, really it's a strange. Bit of, bit of denial, almost. Yeah, I think so. So even if I was like talking to people, saying like, "Yeah, I had a rubbish relationship when I was like 15, You know, she was pretty bloody horrible to me. Like, I still wouldn't be associating that with how I am now. I'd just be sort of passing it off. Like, it happens. Yeah. It's almost, like it happens to a different person. Almost, yeah, almost in denial. Then, like you said, like, yeah. Like, I think we all do, don't we? Almost put anything that's negative, we try and put to the back of our minds, lock it mm. away in a little box. Whereas, and that's what I've done, certainly, like through loads of stuff. I mean, you know, you pull it to the back of your head, you lock it away, don't talk about it. Because um, you think almost that's what you're not trained to do, but that's what you're, you know, you're a man and you, mm. you know, you, you don't cry and blah, blah, blah. And then you look at it and you think, actually, do you know what? Like, I always feel quite. But I always feel better after a bit of a cry and a, or a bit of a yeah. rant, or and I say that like, this helps helps me massively. Like I don't know about you, but just mm. we almost to get oh, like there and spend forty five minutes an hour or whatever. Just yeah, like, today not even like a particular subject, but I suppose just just talking, just talking. I think yeah. it's like it's like I always like as you as you know yourself. Like I used to and obviously still do like hang around with a lot of females mm-hmm. like I um, like some of my best friends have been females over the years like not not ones that have been romantically associated with I just mean in general like friends yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, completely platonic relationships and I always felt a bit weird and always kind of like questioned why I always got on with females better but I think that is why it's because they on a whole and again obviously this is just on a on a whole and it's a bit yeah, stereotyping yeah. here but they're way more open like they've got that like maternal instinct yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like if I want to speak to them about some deep little mm-hmm. bit emotional and stuff I just feel like they're going to receive it better and be more caring where I think yeah. even with my close male obviously it's a lot different now I feel like we've opened up a lot more but even my close male relationships maybe even like a few years ago I felt like I couldn't really yeah. talk about that type of stuff I think even now just to moment where as much as we're open about it, if we were all sat down spoons on a Friday night or a Saturday mm. night, would we? I think I think that our friendship group are close enough that we'd notice whether or not someone wasn't mm-hmm. their self. But I still think there'd be a little bit that maybe wouldn't be wouldn't be open to talking. Oh, it wouldn't be hundred percent as open. It wouldn't be anywhere near as open as this. I don't think. No. No, and I, and I suppose it depends on numbers. Like yeah. I could imagine me, you, and someone else maybe getting deep. If there's like four or five of us, I don't think yeah. it would. And, it, and it's difficult as well, isn't it? Because you you don't want to be the guy that brings the moves down. That's the mm. thing as well. Whereas again, sometimes it's okay to be that person. And yeah. I suppose, but but you don't want to be the guy that sat in Weatherspoon's crying. Do you know what I mean? No. Like it's, it's difficult, isn't it? So despite doing this, I, st- I still do think there's a little bit of. What's the word I'm looking for? 
resilience almost to talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah, like a resistance. Resistance, that's yeah. it, yeah. But, but I think it's better than it was, definitely better than it was even four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Because four or five years ago, I'd go counselling and I go used to go to Mind um, on the corner opposite Orbit Tires. Like, yeah. I'd like, look around and make sure no one saw that I was going in there and, yeah. you know, or if you had to press the bell, like, oh God, I hope no one walks past and sees me. Whereas now, like, I think I wouldn't care. I don't care if someone saw me. I don't care. People. It's just how much it's changed in five years. Is mm. and hopefully, and you're you're always going to get some people who, and other people say it to me before. I don't believe in mental health, or was it, I don't believe in mental health. It's all in your head. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, of course it is. Like, it's like clue, man. yeah, but. Yeah, I just like I said, I hope for us doing this, and it helps and encourages people to to talk and to open yeah. up and to not. Yeah, if you'd said to me four years ago, you're going to sit with a microphone and a camera on you and talk about how you're feeling, I'd have gone like, yeah, right. Mm. Whereas now, it's true. I still feel guarded about some stuff. I was thinking this just a minute ago when we were running through it, though, like. Actually, this is an example from my past. Well, I used to have this weird thing in my past where I used to not want people to know that, like, especially my family, or particularly my family, that, like, I liked music and stuff. Like, we're talking when I was a lot younger, maybe. Like, say, 10 years old, maybe up to, like, I don't know, 13, 14. So weird, isn't it? Like, little thing. I don't know, if again, if that was, like, it just came into my head. I was just thinking about it then. I was thinking, why did I not used to... That's a bit of... That's a different... Whether, again, that was, like, I didn't want them to think I was capable of, like... Feelings. Obviously, I was listening to like probably like sad music back then, <laughs> so maybe I was a bit like. But he saw me as being bad. It's weird, and it? it just popped into my head. No, no, no. But it's good to. But it's good to know that sort of thing. Yeah, as well, and of... I still get it now with like, like as you've probably. Well, I think I spoke about it a little bit before, and you might have got little clues from bits of posts online and stuff. But like, I I quite like learning about spirituality and stuff like mm-hmm. I just I always have I've always had a bit of fascination with it I think it came from a little bit of like doing hallucinogenics when I was younger and then I used I was like I learned meditation to try and help with my mental health and I think naturally when you're doing something you get a bit inquisitive so you're like mm-hmm. where does meditation come from and it leads you down leads you down a path but I even still get a bit not embarrassed is the word but a bit um conscious yeah about speaking about that and doing those practices and stuff yeah. and I think as well it's a little bit because I feel like I'm a massive paradox I was saying this to um, my friend Tim um so I've gone to these things before on my own and now one with him called Katans where it's like they basically do mantras and chanting and stuff and it just lasts it's kind of like a concert if you mm-hmm. imagine but doing music and they do chants and stuff and you all join in and it gets a bit trance-like because my first ever one, I remember being like, what is it? Like, I remember, like, doing it, trying to get into it, but then opening my eyes midway and seeing all these people doing, like, ecstatic dances and in, like, a trance state. And I remember being like, what the fuck am I doing? But then after you go to a few of them, you start getting a little bit into it yourself and stuff. And you come away with, like, this really good feeling. It makes you feel really present. Because I suppose, that in a sense, it is, like, a meditative experience because you're concentrating on the yeah. chanting yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. as opposed to everything else that's going on. Um but I remember I had the conversation with Tim when we went to one in London and I remember saying to him I feel like it's such a paradox because one minute I'm going stuff like that and then a week later I'm going you know listening to rap music before I go out having a few drinks you know getting banter like you know having banter with my mates going to the football chanting abuse at Pete like it feels like 
maybe I'm just scared because it seems like such a paradox. But then at the same time, that's kind of the beauty of life, isn't it? Is you can take what you yeah, want yeah, from yeah. different areas. Like I can do uh, the. I admit, as well, I look at like so I've never. No, I've never done meditation, never really even looked into it. Mm. So from like the outside looking in, like when you first started it, I used to look at everything. Because I, as most people probably do, you think that meditating is sat there with your legs crossed mm. and humming because yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what... That's what and I'm telling you. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I, I'm, I'd imagine there's a lot more that goes into it than that. But yeah, I suppose I did, not so much now, but I did the first look at it thinking... Yeah, and even I did. Like when I first like got into it, I looked at it more like a, I looked at it more like a medical thing. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Because like I think I first did it like because I don't know, I can't remember. It's like a doctor recommended it. It probably was or like a therapist and stuff. So I did it, and it was more like it was like a, you know, kind of like I suppose like breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you do breathing exercises, and it's like a medical thing to try and help you get over your anxiety. I looked at it as that, and then like I say, I delved into it a little bit. Um, But even back then, like when I first started doing it and then I was like reading about it and seeing it I was like this is a bit woo woo do you know what I mean there's yeah, all people yeah. sat around like and they're talking about God and there's a bit like this is strange and like I say the first time I went to it's taken off yeah, uh, yeah. Um, like when I like I say when I was in that first uh, Catan I um, remember like looking around like I was saying earlier and being like what is going on like but I suppose again sometimes you don't understand stuff until you really throw yourself into Mm -hmm. it, proper into it. Um, But I can honestly say that if I didn't practice meditation, if I didn't try to follow like a a spiritual path as such and read a lot about Eastern philosophy and stuff, I honestly think my mental health would be like a million times worse. I I genuinely believe that, You find that it does help you? Yeah. Massively, I think, or at least it did like back in the day as well. Like when I first got into it as well, I think it's sometimes hard because I was doing a lot of like hallucinogenic drugs mm-hmm. back in the day as well, <laughs> just before I started doing the like meditation stuff. And and that kind of opens you up a bit to it a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't call myself like a massively religious person, but you know, I'd, it, it did lead me down a bit of a different path, I think. And yeah. You'd I'd recommend do. it? Yeah, especially like trying to live in the moment a little bit I think it really helps like I say like people might look at me now and be like my god he's a proper narcissist like anxious <laughs> fucking emotional little bastard but you imagine what it would have been like if I didn't do it yeah, that's yeah. what I always say to people like I was so much worse back then yeah and I, and I say the same about when, like, when it comes to um, like the podcast and that um, and counselling that's all helped and I think to myself like, especially with, with counselling like Jesus, what would it have been like if I'd never done mm. counselling? Like, that's... Yeah, you're like, I'd have been a nightmare to live with. And mm. I, 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 I suppose I stood down to a point, a bit of a nightmare to live with. But, um, but yeah, I do look at it and think, oh, blimey, like... What would you have done if you Yeah, didn't? Yeah, I think it definitely does. Well, it's definitely helped me 100% with counselling. That's good. Because I always, like... The one thing I've been a little bit scared, I think we mentioned this before as well, is about going back on medication are you still not come back on it yet? no no I've been offered it but I'm still a bit busy. and I get like, I mean I do I take like medication like I said but there is part of me that I said that I've touched on that I don't want to come dependent on it like I've been taking yeah. it now for like I don't know this new one say like nearly two and a half years maybe even longer than that 
and I just don't want to be here in maybe another two and a half years still taking it or it but then I think to myself if I come off it then I can almost feel when I'm not taking it if that yeah. makes sense so if for a couple of days I've not taken it I don't want it in a couple of days maybe a week or so like I can feel it and sometimes Joe could even say like you're not taking medication have you like she can tell so I mean part of me is like it obviously does something mm. because if Joe can tell it and I can tell there's obviously a connection like somewhere yeah sometimes it takes like somebody else to reflect it back at you doesn't it yeah like sometimes you don't even know what kind that you're in a bit of a mood until someone points it out. I find that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or they go, "What's wrong?" You think nothing. You think, "What's wrong?" Maybe I am a little bit. Yeah. Short or yeah, not myself or yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna throw out a little bit. This might be a bit hard to answer this question actually because you've um not been a parent for very long. Yeah. But I'm gonna throw a question out to you. Do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself or about your relationship um, now having young Frankie? Yeah, I think I've learned that I'm more adaptable than I thought I would. I'm not good with with change, you know, if that mm. makes sense. So I think, but yeah, it's almost, yeah, just sort of done it without even thinking about it, if that mm. makes sense. Because it's difficult to go from having like, really like no responsibilities other than each other and the dogs you know so you know do you want to go out tomorrow night yeah yeah go out tomorrow night or do you want to go out? yeah we'll go out and do this or we're going to go and do that or we're just going to go and see Joe's parents or whatever like two and a half hours away whereas now you have to you've got, you've got someone else to think about that mate which mm. is and it's amazing and I wouldn't change it you know I do find like even Christmas time like everyone like down the pub and everything, and part of me was like, "Oh yeah, I could go for a beer," but part of me was like, "Why? I don't need to." Yeah. Like, you've got like whatever you need like, here. Yeah. So, I say I think I surprised myself almost of how how I've adapted. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good experience, so far. a hard experience. I think people will try and prepare you for it, but I don't think anything can prepare you no. for it. Um, and it is just more, more. it's just a sleep. Like, she's brilliant, but it is just, as you can see now, I'm asleep all day. Mm. And she comes alive about 11 o'clock at night and just then that's her kicking off till yeah, the early hours of the morning. Um, so cute, though. No yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not cute at 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> well, I can tell you that. Uh, but no, it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And it tests everything about you as well, your, your mental health and your physical health everything because mm. you know whereas before she came in if I was tired or in a bad mood or just go have a lay down and yeah, go to sleep yeah. whereas you can't do that now so it's about communication is the biggest part of it you know and teamwork I sort of at the moment doing the night shift until I go back to work obviously I can't be up till three o'clock in the morning and then go to work so it would then be coming back from work and then taking over so then Joe can mm. go and have a sleep and yeah, it's just about adapting, which I surprised myself with because uh, I think it's more the dogs that have, um, have pissed <laughs> off. I think Lucy's uh, had her nose well and truly put out a joint by her turn up. Someone else getting a bit more attention. Yeah, she's not keen. She's, um, yeah, does keep looking at me like, when's this person going back? Because <laughs> they've been here for three weeks now and they're, they're still here. Um, but yeah, it's, on the whole, it's going really well. Good, I'm really glad, and I think we all knew it anyway. But um, 
you and Joe are going to make exceptional parents. And, Hopefully, um, Hopefully. Yeah. Do wish you all the best. She's mm. absolutely adorable. And one day she'll be playing for all the lionesses, mate. And yeah, be... <laughs> starting her early. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get her in that, get her in the old England kit and get her sorted out. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good, mate. It's going well. Beautiful. Right. I guess that's a very nice place for training because it's yeah. been nearly an hour already. Jesus Christ. Quick, <laughs> right. So, yeah, we will catch you on the next one. Yes. Happy New Year, people. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Goodbye.